Welcome everyone to the Comfortable Be Uncomfortable podcast, where we discuss topics that will push the limits in order to have an honest and transparent conversation. Please join us after the following messages from our sponsors. All my creative mind folks out there and my business owners, if you're looking for originality and innovation for your projects, then look no further. Beltway Designs. For over 20 years, this woman and veteran-owned business has helped individuals and small businesses stand out through smart and engaging brand marketing. At BeltwayDesigns.com, no two projects are the same, and each project serves as an opportunity to create something completely new. So whether you are in the need of graphic design, planning a large event, or small gathering, please contact Rick and Denise at Beltway Designs, or you can go to Facebook and search Beltway Designs and let them turn your visions into the success you envision them to be. For 5% off of your order at Beltway Designs, be sure to use promo code CBU. Looking for a hookah experience like no other? Well, you have to check out Visham Luxury Hookah. It is a luxury mobile hookah service and a hookah supplier located in Waldorf, Maryland. It is a black woman and veteran-owned hookah business which can add a luxury touch to your next private or public event with their signature Visham Mobile Hookah and their online hookah store. So you got to make sure you go check them out. Or you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. All you have to do is search Avisha, or you can go to their website, avishaluxuryhookah.com. Tell them that comfortable being uncomfortable sent you. Doc Ronnie Mac, yo, we up here. Welcome to the show, live from the DMV. Y'all know what it is. Well, <laughs> ain't calling no names, but Crystal, how you doing? How you doing, Crystal? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I can't hear Trent, but I can hear him now, though. Trent, man, what's Trent, up? you can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you, man. What's up? Hi, guys. Hey, Trent. Trent, man, where your boy at, man? <laughs> huh? Where your boy at, bro? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's taking he's taking some time, man. That's all. Fuck out of here. Taking no dang on time. Oh man, I almost spilled all this coffee all over the dang <laughs> on. Let me tell you something. So no, uh, we're we're <laughs> we're minus one. Oh my. We yeah, one missing in action today. No phone call, no nothing. Put out an Amber Alert for Rob Waples. See what's up with him. See we see where Robert he is. S. Waples. Nobody knows where he is. Can't get in contact. The third. Shamor. <laughs> <laughs> what a bad it, yo. Anyway, 
Hey, the show must go on. I don't stop for anything. Uh, look, I'll check it out. Uh, Virtuous Essence uh, Candle Company, uh, Dr. Regina Warren. All you have to do is go to www.etsy.com. Address right there at the bottom. I'm not going to read it out. Um, <laughs> she got some good products. She actually has a, a line right now. It's called, I think it's called the Summer Mimosa. Maybe it's the Brunch Line. Yeah, it's the Brunch Line. Different type of brunch uh, style uh flavors for a can uh for a candles. Hey, check out my boy Keith at Rock Bottom Music Group out there in Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh does all of our beats. So all the beats you heard on so far on this show and what that you will hear later on the show comes from uh Rock Bottom Music Group. He actually has a an event coming up uh I believe it's this Thursday with DJ J Rock out there in Virginia Beach. So they go to information right there. Man, make sure if you're in that area or if you want to contact Keith, just hit him up right there at Rock Bottom Music Group. Um, like I've always said before, and you see it in the comments right there below, uh, I think it's pinned. If y'all want to sow a seed, I don't have Rob here to sing the song. I can't even, I can't even, you Why don't know. you sing it? You, you sing it as a singer. Now, now, Crystal, how am I going to sing the song and say the same, and say, and say what I got to say at the same time? sing and say what you got to say after. Anyway, look, y'all can, if y'all want to support our content, man, make sure you cash up us a dollar two dollars it doesn't matter man we just grateful for anything we are grateful for y'all to be here listening to being fans cash app that dollar sign the show 20 um <laughs> cash app yeah but i gotta load these comments up because i know people going in on the missing <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah they going in already <laughs> all right so <laughs> look it's gonna be that type of show huh <laughs> it's gonna be that type of show yeah, yeah. Well, the show the show will go on. Yeah, it is. It it has to go on. So you know, hey, whatever. But y'all know what time it is. It's around the horn with Miss Chris. Okay, we time got- out for a second. Hold on, I gotta say this because I'm sorry. Yeah. I gotta interject. Somebody said he went to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that's Zing. funny. You think he, Boy, he hopped a ride on the helicopter? That was messed up. Uh, that's, <laughs> dang. All right, my bad. Was crying with the rest of the family? Mm. Yeah, they was crying, mm. crying for real. Crying. Mm. Go ahead, Crystal. Mm-hmm. My bad. It's okay. I got a feel good story for the first topic. Um, once the world's only clan museum, it is now becoming a center for history and healing. Um. I guess the story comes out of um, South Carolina. This Reverend uh, David Kennedy actually um, took hold of the shop from one of the original owners. And then the other owner was, I guess, um, in the contract, he was allowed to operate the shop still for so many years rent-free. But then um, the Reverend sued this guy and forced the shop to close and now, I guess this other guy named Freeman and Reverend Kennedy, they are starting a project. Freeman? Freeman. No, I was just about to say the same thing. The Bulldogs. Yeah, Freeman. The Bulldogs. And I guess this, this Freeman guy is a young white guy. Um, and, and didn't he get baptized, too? Um, By, he, was, he was a KKK member, right? I didn't see that. I think you're talking about the owner. Oh, okay. The original owner. But no, that, I'm saying he converted. He Well, not converted, but he denounced all hate. And was baptized by a black church or something out there? 
He might have been. I didn't see that. But um, I know the they made a film about the original owner that um, gave re- the reverend the shop, which was his name was Burden. And I guess they made a film about him. Birdman. Burden. That's good stuff, though. Keep yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the, the project's called the Echo Project. Mm-hmm. And it was named after the original Echo Theater that um, Kennedy founded in 2019. So, but anyway, I hope I hope they do um, turn that around and make it something good for the community. Mm. I mean, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's, I, when I when I first had read it, I was like, I was like, uh, world's only clan museum or clan shop or something like that. And I was like, that. That's still a thing. Hey, hey, like, hey, hey! What if they What if they show the first The first movie they show is uh, Django Unchained. <laughs> really? <laughs> or American Skins? Oh yeah, American Skin. Or American Skin. But yeah, they were using that shop, I guess, to recruit uh, new clan members too. At one time, mm. Mm. same cast that rolled up into the Capitol building, huh? Yeah. Right. Same one. All right, what else, what else we got? <laughs> okay, the next story I got. I guess um a US soldier was arrested Tuesday in Georgia on federal terrorism charges, accusing him of talking online about a plot to help Islamic State members attack the nine eleven memorial in New York City, and trying to help them target his fellow servicemen in the Middle East. His name, Private First Class mm. Cole James Bridge, 20, mm. is, is 20 years old. Un-American. Yep. Mm-hmm. Un-American. And I guess what was so funny is he um, was talking to this person on social media. I guess he thought they were like... Um, a member of ISIS, but they were really an undercover FBI agent. I mean, that's not that's not that's not uh, anything. Yeah, it's not nothing new. New, but un American. Idiots always getting caught, man. No good. What getting set up for staying? If you mean ISIS in America, then you something wrong with you, man. <laughs> or wherever they caught him. <laughs> well, they caught him in Georgia, but yeah, I guess this person. That was the FBI agent claimed to be ISIS and had ties to the Middle East, they said. So he thought that he could uh, get some of his service members attacked by ISIS. He actually actually was like an extremist before he joined the service. He was, um, I guess they caught him looking up materials about ISIS and uh, terrorist attacks and stuff like that. And then he joined the service. Yeah. Oh man! So he he wasn't vetted good enough, whatever. Uh, but it's crazy though, because because you know, like this uh, past inauguration, they got rid of like what it was like twelve or fourteen 15, people, fifteen, fifteen people. Yeah, and but I mean, I do like when I was a recruiter on uh, the Air Force, man, we used to run across that th- those type of cats all the time, um, and they would try to lie about like the tattoos that they had and stuff like that, and we're like, because like. Under the rules in the Air Force, there's like there's there's a certain there's like a book where it's like these tattoos, if you have them, you can't be in because they have ties to like white supremacy and all this other stuff. And uh, so we would have cats coming in with, with all all kind of tattoos, man. We like right, so what tattoos? Nah. What tattoos do you think Rob got? <laughs> Why <are> you? <laughs> he got that spider web on his, on his elbow. 
Hey, you, y'all know how we roll. If you're not here, yeah, we're going. Yeah. We're going in on you. Are you gonna do that to me if I don't? If I ever can't be here, but what? I will let you know mm-hmm. ahead of time. What, join you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if I yeah. let you know ahead of time? Oh well, it don't matter. See, don't that's matter. my joni. You get, you get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up. I understand. I understand now. You All know right. what else is messed up? Not showing up. <laughs> well, I I understand. Like if you just don't show up and don't let nobody know, but if you got to be somewhere, I think that's. I believe he in the comments. I ain't, I ain't saying nothing. No, I believe he in the comments though. But I ain't saying nothing. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Crystal. Well, he not gonna like this next topic, which is oh. uh, uh, the inauguration of Joe Biden and. Is it Jill or Joe Biden? Joe. Okay, Should make sure. Did I say, I didn't say Jill. You, you almost did. I said Joe Biden. You said Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe, Robert, 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 Biden. Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, who is the first woman, woman, uh, black and South Asian vice president we've ever had. So yes. that was a very um, notable inauguration. Is she black? Yeah, she's half. Yes. Don't 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 start that. She is half. Don't, don't you start that. I'll just say, is she black? Real talk. Is she black? Yes, her father was what? Because are we gonna sit here and say she's the first black? First Indian American? She's black? both. Yeah, what's which one are you gonna take? I said both. both. Mm, I don't know, man. So, you got, you got so, some people. Hold, well, hold on, hold on. You got some people. No. You got some people in the community that say it's got to be one or the other. I'm just so saying. What do you I'm say that makes me that was advocate? I, said, I was. I don't know, man. Who read Black you, Twitter, man. man. Read Black Twitter, bro. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying well, what black people Twitter say. Be getting on my nerves. If she, if she Indian and she black, give her the do, man. Come on. Yeah, like then oh, that's like man. saying to mixed people, you got to decide uh, which side to choose. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just they, saying they don't have to decide. They can identify with both sides. Look, man, I'm, I'm tired of black I'm, Twitter, man. Look, y'all, look, y'all do realize and that I'm, dude, Tariq Nasheed, whatever his name is, I'm tired of them cats, man. Mm. I, all I'm saying is somebody says she the first month. All I'm saying <laughs> that's fucked. Elijah messed Day, up. Dude. All, all I'm saying, all, <laughs> all I'm saying is. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm playing Rob today. No, God. Please don't. I'm playing Rob today. Please don't. That's all. I'm just letting y'all know. But anyway, but it was a great inauguration. I actually watched the whole freaking thing. And they had um, Clinton, Obama, and uh, Bush speaking there. Um, Somebody missing from the inauguration was, of course, Trump. He didn't do any of the traditions. How ironic. Trump? <laughs> he didn't do any of the who, traditions of the... Who is that? Who's missing today? <laughs> <laughs> that the former president should do, like, for as far as the ceremonies and the tra- uh, the transition, he wasn't present for any of that. So I think the first can, can former we? president ever to not show up for the transition. When Andrew or, Jackson or something like that? Yeah. I, I don't hmm? know. Well, look, can I say this? Uh, no, you can't. For the last, the, for, prior to the inauguration for two weeks, it seemed like Mike Pence stepped up to become the president. Yeah. I had a lot of respect for Mike Pence. The last year. Well, I, I'm, I'm talking about the last couple of weeks. But I had a lot more respect for Mike Pence <laughs> as, as, as he stepped into his role and did what he was supposed to do. 
you know, when the uh, troops were out there on the on the uh, Capitol grounds and all, all throughout D.C., Mike Pence went out to go speak to him. Donald Trump didn't show up not one time. Yeah. But you're, Ameri- you're America first. God bless our troops. You can clear, you can go out and clear peaceful protesters from uh, peacefully assembling outside of the people's house. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The White House. Mm-hmm. To go out for a photo op in front of a church and, and hold a Bible up. But you can't go out there mm-hmm. and say thank you to those troops for protecting the Capitol. Is he a sore loser? That, he a big baby. Yeah. And plus, uh, that's all it is. He a baby. Those he turned his um his group against Mike Pence too. They were chanting "Hang Mike Pence" when mm-hmm. they were certifying the election. And that's because, a damn shame because Trump made it seem like uh, Biden could overturn the and results. And everybody wants to say that he he came out and and denounced violence and everything like that. They say, "Oh yeah, he denounced violence. He denounced violence." I'll tell you something, man. The generalized statement yeah, like a week of, after. Yeah, a, a general statement on. We should we should come together and and remain peaceful, but also we should continue to fight. Hey, come on, man! How you denouncing violence? Mm-hmm. How you going to denounce? Well, now, violence? He, now he apparently want to start uh, a little uh, party called the Patriot Party or something like that. Yeah, I heard uh, about that. Which I'm like, okay, go ahead. Let that's him cool. let him do it because then that, that's the, that's going to split the Republican it's split vote. The GOP. Yeah, exactly. And I'm all for it. Go I'm ahead and for split it too. Go ahead. And I'm not even a Democrat. You know, I'm an independent, but I'm like, split it. Let's get it. Yeah, I'm for it. Shit, that's so much better for Hey, did y'all see that video of Melania? They landed at the uh, at the tarmac. And, and she was smiling. <laughs> she walked off. Oh, she walked smooth off. I didn't see that. No, I saw her cheesing from ear to ear. That's like the most I've seen her smile ever. Because <laughs> she likes she free, man. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free, <laughs> boy. She, I ain't never seen nobody walk off so fast. She was like, uh-huh. Yo, it was so smooth too. She maybe, was like, nope. Maybe, maybe she was like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get these papers too. Yeah, maybe. Because you know she been talking about she wanted to be out. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm. I don't. I don't know if they. I don't, I don't want them flood my my uh, my news feed anymore. So yeah. then go ahead. Hmm. I don't want to see none of them run. All right. Well, man, drop that cheers for the for the for the for the new administration, uh, Ron. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, y'all gotta. You still gotta hold them accountable, though. Yeah, you do. Gotta hold them accountable. Yeah. But it's like a breath of fresh air to freaking <sighs> be done. Yeah, y'all know Make y'all America do y'all do realize that the the White House press briefings have become. Boring, right? Their presidential, boring their presidential too. speeches have become boring. I, 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 <laughs> I was like, yeah, look, look. Yeah, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It, it's so crazy, right? It's so crazy because mm-hmm. the biggest breaking news yesterday was Facebook's logout issue. Yeah. Usually, the biggest breaking ish news is something that Forty Five was doing right. or not yeah. doing. Yeah. Well, they're going to have a lot to talk about for this impeachment trial coming up. That's so. in February. That's, that's going to be like a two-week thing, and it's going to be over with. I don't know. I mean, I thought it was refreshing. I mean, to finally hear people speak freely about stuff without being like Dr. Fauci got on there and spoke about the virus and mm. 
he was he, like, he was cheesing from ear to ear. Y'all yes, he was. They said he looked like he ten he, years younger. Yeah, and he was like, was, I, 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 said, happy I, said, boy, I said it was that child. Uh, it, was, it was that mutated uh, vaccine shot he got. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, he got that special shot. He got that special shot. All right, Joe, man, that was Crystal with the Ron Horn. Yay. I'm so excited all the time. <laughs> all right, Joe, look, man, look, we got a special guest interview coming up, man. The, 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 uh, John Hall, the ultimate barber, man. Before I do that, man, let's take a look. Step into his life. I thought that I would want to be a barber. Um, it was something that um, I never could imagine. I know I will always say that. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to be standing on my feet for 40 years, you know, behind a chair, you know, cutting the hair or something like that. But shucks, I'm going to say 30 some years later, you know, <laughs> so I'm doing what it turned out to be. Um, turned out to be like, you know, like a passion of mine. I fell in love with it. Uh, I remember being a young kid and there was a barber in, um, in the Alexandria area that uh, he had a Rolls Royce. And that was the only Rolls Royce I seen like in the neighborhood, right? Anybody had. And I was like, man, I said, you know, my barber could do that. And I said, man, that's what I, that's what I want to do. You know, it's my baby right here. This is my baby though right here. Out of all of this one, this is my sweetheart right here. Yeah. Yeah, it's the money maker right there. You know? <laughs> that's my money maker. And in a minute, let's go, let's go see what I got. You know what I'm saying? We'll go take a look. All right, we, we can do that. We can show you a little something. <laughs> Man, this ass right. This is like James Bond be having right here. Man. So this is um, you probably won't see this one too much. This is the rap heat. So this is the four door version. Um, normally you see like two two doors, DB nines, DB elevens. Um, this is a four door. So this is one of like a rare. All right. So y'all see this? I've man, never I met. I never met a barber like this. Let me introduce you to. The Floyd Mayweather, ding ding ding, pop pop pop, of Barbara, Mister John Hall, the Anthony Barber. What's up, man? What's up, baby? What's up, man? What's up, How you doing? How you live? What's up? What's up, baby? I appreciate the, the introduction. I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I, you know, I had to do it, man. I had to do it for you, man. <laughs> man, so hey, look, man. Uh, you know, you've you've been a barber of mine since about ah, man. I want to say what twenty twelve, maybe. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, yeah about twenty twelve, man. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I personally think that you know you have become you know, and I've told you this before that you've become a mentor of mine and everything like that. And, you know, to watch the way you move and the way you do things. I want you to just tell the people, you know, what inspired you to get into the to this lifestyle, to this to this culture, I guess. And, you know, what keeps you motivated and going to this day? Um, well, basically, like I said, you know, um, in the video that you had saw, you know, I was a young kid, about seven or eight years old. And um, there was a guy <laughs> that would, you know, ride through the neighborhood, man. And, and he, had, he had a Rolls Royce. And, you know, during that time, you're trying to figure out what you want to do. You know, you're young, you know, what profession you want to do. You know, you're looking at your parents and looking at other people and things like that. So, and uh, kind of find out, you know, I kind of found this man's a barber, man. And it's the only, like I said, the only Rolls Royce I've seen in 
my neighborhood. As a matter of fact, it's the only Rolls Royce I've ever seen in my life. During that time, with my own two eyes, <laughs> during my lifetime, then at that point. So I was like, man, I want to be a barber, you know. So um, took a real infatuation with um, with the barbering industry. Being a mother, um, you know, cosmetologist, and I have barbers in my family, you know, uncles, cousins, and things like that. But like I said, you know, looking at them, I was like, man, ain't no way in the world I'm going to have a profession where I got to stand up for 40 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not going to happen. Um, but once the passion came and the love came for it and it just started feeling like it's not working anymore, you know, just coming in and having fun. Um, and that's where these things just came about that, Hey, uh, this is, this is what I was put here to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I wake up every morning. And I thank God that, you know, it keeps it, keeps me healthy, you know, um, keeps my strength, you know, I'm able to have my two hands and, and my feet to stand and things like that. And I just said, you know, I don't take those things for granted at all. You know, it could be a time that I could, you know, be leaving the barbershop, driving home, getting an accident, and yep. that is over. Yep. So, you know, so I definitely every day, every morning and every evening before I lay down, I say thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. But just the love that I just have, you know, just for the for the barbering and the way clients just feel, you know what I'm saying? Um, going through a patch in like, what was that, 2007, 2008 when, we really had the, you know, <laughs> that depression that came about when people were losing their homes and things like that. Mm-hmm. People were, they were coming to the barbershop. They were still coming to the barbershop. And really that was their like getaway and happy place. I mean, I had people in my, in my chair saying, you know, they're going through, you know, short sales right now. My, my house in foreclosure, you know, things like that. Lost my job and things like that. But they'll sit down in that chair and they say, at least I can feel good about myself for, you know, a week, however how long the haircut's going to last. So just doing that time, just getting a haircut. They said, this just takes me away from all the chaos and everything else that's going on in the world. And that right there really made me appreciate more, you know, what I do. So that's when you just see me, you know, start going hard. <laughs> just start going hard. Hey, what's going on, John? Man, it's, it's Trent, man. Uh, what's going on, Trent? Dylan, man. Uh, Number one, I'm struggling. That's why I got my hat on, so I might have to come out there to see you. But you know, I, I also want to ask, right? Because right now we're 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 in this pandemic and everything. How has that really uh, impacted in any way? Um, you know, your you know um, you know being a barber and things like that, um, and what you know. What you might have seen from other other barbers and stuff like that might be a little different from from you know your experience or whereas during the uh, during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest with you, tell you the truth. So, the pandemic for one has really slowed things down. Mm-hmm. Um, it it slowed like it almost slowed the world down. Far as you know, now we had had time to sit back and really think. You know about you know what's going on. Um, that's one. Two hair was still growing. You know what I'm saying? Hair is still growing. So it came to a point now that. Uh, <laughs> You know, we were considered, we were considered um, non-essential, but, you know, we had, you know, you got clients and people that think uh, the other way, all right? They were thinking, nah, nah, they're essential. So, you know, barbers start charging a little more, you know what I'm saying? They, they raise their prices a little bit, you know, um, to be able to, you know, do those services, uh, you know, go and see people and things of that sort. Um, it's really, I'm going to say just, just right now, uh, it really has the whole beauty industry just reevaluating um you know how we operate and do business um i'm thinking this now is bringing a little more if you know a lot of times a little more professionalism to the business now because the requirements with the uh the appointments um and things of that sort there so uh 
uh, little procedures now, you know, when you're coming in just to make sure, you know, people are, um, you know, they're protected. Uh, a little more cleanliness to your barbershops and things like that. So it's really, like I said, um, you know, so it can be like a blessing in disguise for a lot of a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, and a lot of businesses too. So within the barbering industry, for sure, um, people just want to feel safe, you know, and they just want to make sure they're going to a safe environment if they're going to go get the haircut, that that, that particular shop is taking all the precautions that's needed to keep them safe because these, these numbers are getting crazy, man. I mean, they, they are not going down, as you probably already know, as you guys see. <laughs> these things increasing by the day as far as um, um, infection rate and also death rate, too. So um, I just, you know, yeah, just looking and seeing is we just got to stay safe and, you know, protect ourselves within, uh, you know, in our barbershops because we got to, you know, got to make a living for ourselves. So definitely, indeed. Hey, one more question. Can I drive one of them uh, cars? Hey, 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 holler at me. Hey, I got you, baby. I got you. Come holler at me. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, John. I ain't, even up, got, I ain't even got to drive again. I'm your customer. Hey, hey, you I, know you good, I, man. I, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, truck, I, I, man. You got, yeah. Hey, man, you got a big truck. You Can I ride so shotgun? I want to ride shotgun. Horn horn <laughs> <laughs> we, we got you, Chris. We got you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. So, John, I... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mess me up, Ron. You were thinking about that shotgun. Yeah, I was thinking about riding in the car and then you put the camera on me. Anyways, um, John, the I The camera's on you. But what you gonna do? <laughs> hey. They always messing me up over here. Um, I respect your hustle. I definitely love when somebody um, has a passion for, you know, what they do and they they make some something successful out of it. Um, being all the success that you've got so far, where do you see your um, business going in the next, you know, five years after all this pandemic and stuff is hopefully over? Do you see yeah, yourself so, um, growing? right now? Yeah, yeah. So right now, I don't know if Ron told you. So uh, we're um, we're actually franchising now. So we actually were uh, able to start um, awarding franchises. January, I mean uh, February twenty fourth of twenty twenty, and then all of a sudden March. What March twenty we we were ordered to shut down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we had to put that on pause for a minute. Okay. Uh, we picked back up uh July July first. We picked back up and started going full steam ahead with that. Um just right now, like you're saying with the pandemic, a lot of people just trying to see right now which way um you know, which thing which way things are gonna go. Yeah. Um the real estate market is looking pretty good right now. So uh looks like we're gonna, you know, um definitely start making um you know, uh you'll start seeing some more ultimate barbers. Uh, in and around the area, and definitely uh, throughout, we're good in 36 states right now, as far as our franchising. Mm-hmm. Um, so nice. just the growth with that there, yeah, just putting that brand out there and um, really putting a staple. Um, man, definitely in the states for sure. I want to, I want to be, I want to, I want to take over the United States as far as uh, with the brand and 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 being out there and being a a black owned franchise, you know, in a barber there that we're able to do that. So pushing hard with that. Um, you'll probably see later on. I think it's next week, a week after we got an article. I got interviewed by Entrepreneur Magazine. Mm. So we're going to have a um, we'll have an article with that coming out. And I'll shoot that over to Ron, you know, once that comes out. Can take a peek at that there. And they were talking about as far as with, uh, you know, with COVID and things like that and how are things holding up and stuff. So, um, you know, and I got some digital products, too, that I'm, I'm launching here. So just trying to, you know, trying to really step it up and put that put that name out there. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like you got a lot going on. Wish you definitely. Definitely wish you much much success. I was about to say, get it out. All right, John, man, look, hey, there's one thing you didn't mention that I want to uh, tell the people about. You have your own line. So uh, let's take a look real quick into a little discussion about your own line. 
grab. Cordless now, y'all. Y'all know about the cordless. So, Vegso. Vegso is Hungarian for the word ultimate. All right, Hungarian for the word ultimate. We got shampoo, conditioners, we got some beer products, and we got some styling products too. So, um, definitely uh, very excited about that. So, yeah, very excited about that there. So, this line, y'all gonna be hearing about that real soon. We're about to start really pumping this and get it out there and uh, really start going mainstream with it too. So, um, in my franchises, we're gonna have it exclusively in there, but um, I'm definitely thinking about getting some of the retail, getting some retail stores with it. All right, so yeah, John, you talking about the Veg Soap? I want you to mm-hmm. tell the people about it because we got some, we got some, uh, some people that watch our show that have their own uh, hair products. Uh, Be loved hair is uh, uh, owned by uh, uh, Carice Perry. She watches the show uh, often, and uh, you know she's been looking to get into the market. Uh, she constantly hits us up and says, "Hey, look, if you know anybody that's you know interested, and this is a perfect opportunity for people to connect, like like yourself and her." Uh, so yeah, if you want to tell everybody about your products, all right. So you know, I came out with a, um, a product line called Vexo. It's uh, Hungarian for the word ultimate. Yeah. And yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> so um, <laughs> and uh, we have a uh, shampoo, conditioner, some styling products, and uh, we came out with a beard line too um, a couple years ago also. And uh, this right here, you know, me being in the industry for so long, I know what the guys were looking for, what they wanted. Um, they were having a hard time finding it. And it's, it's multicultural, too, so um, for all ethnicities. So, you know, it's for all hair types. Um, people they use in it's uh, natural, too. So, you know, we got a lot of um, products out here now that people are going more natural now just because, you know, the parabens and um, sulfates and things like that, you know, it, you know, can be cancerous causing, to be honest with you. Um, so people are trying to get away from that. So got a natural line for the guys, for the men. And um, with that, like I said, we're you're going to probably within the next man three four weeks, y'all gonna start seeing this popping up. Y'all be like, man, I I can't get away from this. But um, yeah, I'm, we're gonna start pushing real hard with that and trying to get it out here so we can compete with you know some of the big guys. We'll see where it goes. Uh, like uh, Jeff Bezos said, you know, um, everything big started small. You know, one started small. So you know, I'm starting out small right now, y'all. But hey, the sky's the limit. I'm pushing. That's the truth. Thanks. John, man, we appreciate the the kind uh, interview. Can you tell everybody how they can reach you and how they can contact you? Hey, you know, um, man, on the internet, you know, you look John Ultimate Barber. Hey, it's all over there. But hey, I'm definitely on um, I'm on Facebook. All right, and you can look at um, we got our we got our page, our business page, the Ultimate Barber. I'm on Instagram too, um, the underscore Ultimate underscore Barber. Then I got uh, my personal page. You got right there. Um, the underscore barber underscore mogul. So, uh, you know, I'm all over, all over social media, y'all. No, on YouTube as well. Yeah, Ron, I got the YouTube too. So, John, John Hall, the ultimate barber. Got some videos, been dropping videos like every week, man. You know, just, just in, in the life of, you know, John Hall, the ultimate barber. Just trying to, you know, get back and motivate some barbers that's, that's coming up here. So, that's what it's all about. Well, my brother, we appreciate you, man. We hate to see you go. Mr. T.C. Williams, finest. <laughs> Old Dominion, finest. I think hey, you, went to, yeah, you went to Old Dominion too, right? I, did, I went to Old Dominion. I'm an ODU. Yeah, ODU. 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 Yeah, yeah ODU oh, finance, man. What year did you come out, Chris? What year did you come out? Um, I'm old, so I came out like t- <laughs> 2003. You're not older than me. <laughs> oh, my God. You talking hey, about I'm 96, so she talking about she old. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, John, man, we good. appreciate you, man. I'll see you on Monday, player. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you, fam. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me, man. All right, man. That's John. 
That's yeah, Mr. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. John Hall right there coming in for an interview, man. We appreciate him, man. If y'all want to, hey, if you need to get tightened up, uh, male and female, uh, you know, just go check them out, man, like you said. Uh, hey, look, we'll be right back after this quick 30-second uh, commercial break. Yo, what's up, man? It's Doc Ronnie Mac, yo. I just had to stop by to drop this nugget on you all. If you're looking for some comfortable active wear that you can wear to the gym, around the house when you're cleaning up, or when you're in the street running errands, you need to shop at Recovery Athletics. All you have to do is go to www.recoveryathletics.com to get both women's and men's fashionable and functional apparel. Even sweeter, yo, it will not break the bank. You know why? Because we're running a 35% off promotion. All you have to do is use code RA35 at checkout and you will get 35% off your entire order. Now, come on. Top brands can't even top that, yo. Hey, Paso, and we back. Uh, look, uh, so like I said, man, check out John Halls for all of his products and everything like that. Hey, check out uh, Recovery Athletics, one of our great sponsors based out of Arizona. Man, check out them for all your athletic wear. Hey, look, summer bodies are coming up, you know, you're trying to get fit and everything like that. Yo, hit, the, hit, up, hit up. Recovery. <laughs> 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 we hit up Recovery Athletics, man. Hey, look, man, the uh, the biggest topic this week that we want to talk mm-hmm. about is this new film that came out, Spike Lee. Nate Parker. Nate Parker. American Skin. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, we're about to talk about it. Yep. So So, I don't know if you want to leave or not, but I hope that you stay in and just plug your ears for a little bit. So look, American Skin. It won't take away away from the dynamic of the movie. Nah, man. Nah. First of all, it was great acting by everybody. Yeah. Everybody. It wasn't, it wasn't a single person that couldn't act. Yeah. It yeah. was great in there. I was surprised because I read some of the critic reviews about the movie. You got to think about it, though, Crystal. I know he had a lot of controversy. Nah, you got to think about the... the you well, think about and the, also the content. The of, content of the movie. Yeah. And the people that write these, 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 these reviews and who they are. Yeah. Right? Well, well, it's, well, it's 27% critic review, but 97% audience review. Yeah. The audience reviews were great. I just, yeah. I was reading the critics. I'm like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Like, mm-hmm. it was a great movie. But critics, yeah, like 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 Ron was, was alluding to, man. Like, critics don't one, they don't like Nate Parker. They really don't get down with Spike Lee. Yeah, right. Uh, which is why he's been robbed of the Oscars so many times. Um, but also, you know, the actual product, the actual nature of the film. The critics aren't gonna go for that because these, you know, a lot of these critics are these are these stuffy, you know, uh, cats, you know, that that don't really, you know, want to want to really put this stuff out there. But the but the audience are like, this is was phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, I thought the storyline, everything was phenomenal about the movie. I mean, and it ties exactly into, you know. The today, yeah, today's society mm-hmm. yeah, it's, and it's what's tied, going on. Yeah, it ties specifically into today, and it makes you think. I watched the movie and watched it one night, and I sat back after watching this movie, and I sat back for like thirty minutes. I sat back for thirty minutes, 
in complete silence. I didn't have anything to say. I, I was just stunned because it makes you put it puts you in the mindset like, damn, what would I do if this happened to me? I was yeah. crying. I was I watched it last night and I was like boohooing. <laughs> It, may, it just makes you. It just it makes was, you, It was. It had me emotional. It just makes you think. Like, I mean, it's, it, it's hard to watch because we literally just saw two different cases within the last couple of months where, you know, it happened. You know, unarmed. You know, killed and also you know paralyzed, and both the prosecution came back with no charges or any any of that. So yeah. we're we're literally fresh in it, you know. And then this comes out. So you, when you're watching, you're like, man. This isn't something that's being, you know, dramatized. This is something that literally just happened a couple months ago. You yeah. know? Yeah. Wow. You're right. And it's been happening for years. It's been happening. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I tell people. This shit it's just getting captured on video more. Yeah, it's been happening. It's yeah. been captured on video. And yep. you know, uh I talked to my cousin, man, and uh I talked to him about it. And he has two boys, young boys. And he said the same thing. Like it makes you think it makes puts things in perspective. Like if that happened to me. And one of my boys, or both of my boys, what would I do? And I said, just call me, dog. <laughs> Squad up. Yeah. <laughs> Mount up. Yeah. But no, nah, it, just, it, just, it just, you know, one of the main, I think one of the, 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 the biggest things that, that came out of that is you hear some of the rhetoric coming from those police officers when they're, you know, held hostage, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things they say, they say the same things that you have people out here on social media complaining about and saying well black people kill black people too yeah they were saying latinos kill latinos too if you just comply if you just comply we wouldn't if you just wouldn't have been in that neighborhood at that time of night you wouldn't have had your son would still be alive bullshit yeah come on now this is america right that's what they say but it's but two, it's we supposed to have this freedom, it's right? Two different Americas. Yeah, we, we, we all know. know. It's, it's, it's more than two different Americas. It's it's, it's, it's a lot of it's, look at the criminal justice system. It's shaped up for three different people: the wealthy, the poor, yeah. and minorities. Yeah. Well, the so, Constitution wasn't 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 set up for black people. And they they right? talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Set up for us. But so so when you look at what they were saying, it's a lot of stuff that they were saying that the people say all day, every day, to this day. Yeah. About black people or minorities interactions with law enforcement officials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too yeah. bad we don't have Rob sitting here so that way he can <laughs> condone, you know, a lot of the stuff that he usually does. Yeah. But do you think people like Rob or, you know, people with opposing views on, you know, people that have views more in line with what the police say, you think they would watch this movie and have a change of heart? Hell no. Did you see did you see how they no. walked out? You saw how the police officers walked out, right? Yeah. This man pretty much had his, your all of y'all's lives at his hand. Nobody was gonna stop y'all. Stop him. Nobody. He could have easily ended everything right then and there, but he didn't. Yeah. And the fact that they walked out, the captain, the captain, especially. Yeah. Because the captain could have said something to him or whatever, but he looked at him, shrugged his shoulders, you know, tightened his shirt and walked out. But the, everybody, the, everybody except for the police officer that actually killed his son understood what he was trying to do. And he said, now I have a different perspective on this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then a lot of people are saying, hey, maybe this is the type of stuff that has to happen all across. Them. I'm not condoning that. I'm not condoning that. But they're saying People are saying that's the kind of stuff that has to happen in order for stuff to change. I don't think so, but you see in this video how it can 
change the mindset of an individual. But it only well, changed the get, mindset of the, one individual in that movie. But yeah. one is all it takes sometimes. Yeah, that's true. But. but but see, but here's the thing, right? It's the narrative that is played out consistently and all over the place, social media, uh, within the media, no matter what, right? It's this whole narrative that we're supposed to, you know, support the police. And you've got this whole Blue Lives Matter and a lot of Republicans, whatever, like talking about, you know, Blue Lives Matter, you know, law enforcement, law and order. But, you know, when it comes down to it, they don't even respect uh, law enforcement. They don't even respect law and order. Right. But 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 because that narrative is so strong in America, you know, that if it's if it's somebody with our, with our skin color, then, you know, it doesn't matter. Support the police. But if it's the opposite, you know, if it's someone with a different skin color, oh, uh, the police shouldn't have been there, you know, or police just escort them in, you know, in certain situations. It's the, it's the narrative that has been built in this country for so long around around police force. Whatever, and, it's, and it's because. Things like that wasn't being shown because, you know, people didn't have smartphones and social media wasn't a thing. But it's always been happening in our generation. Yeah. You know, but like now people are seeing it and they're like, wow, this is this is wow. This is crazy. Like, man, I've seen this. You know, I, I mean, I grew up in, this, in you know, a, a, a black dude in, a, in one of the most segregated cities in this country. Springfield, Illinois is a very segregated city, man. I grew up in it. And you, you see how, how the difference that the police treat. Blacks and whites, you know, but it's the narrative is, is set that you you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm not here to, to to bash cops. I'm not I'm not doing that. I got family members who are cops. I get I guarantee you, you walk up in my crib or whatever, I'm gonna call the cops. But here's the thing, I I would call the cops, but I also be scared that they would think that I'm the person <laughs> that robbed my own house. Mm. If you look at Henry Louis Gates, that's what happened to him. Mm. He's going into his own house. And they arrest him going into his own crib because they thought he, you know, a Harvard professor. But, you know, and so that and that's the thing that we're trying to get people to understand. And that, you know, there is a difference. Yeah. And that's why when um, this summer happened with the George Floyd protests and you had some of the looting and the, you know, people going in and lighting things on fire. You know, I couldn't blame people. I mean, I didn't condone the violence, don't get me wrong, and some people did take it as an opportunity. But this has been going on for so long, and that's why I argued with Rob about the difference between what happened then and in the damn Capitol riot, because it's two different things. You can't put those two events on the same level. But see, but that but, that was but, a cry you, for no, for you, a you know, help because this has been going on for so long and nobody is listening to people when they say like, hey, you know, this needs to change and it hasn't changed. But you know what, Crystal? Here's the thing. When Black Lives Matter happened, right, or the protests that were happening with Black Lives Matter, you heard of a lot of people who supported the movement say, hey, look, we understand people are out there looting. There was people are wrong. But you also had peaceful protesters, right? Yeah, you have and and thousands of peaceful. In all honesty, I'm gonna say the same thing about those Capitol uh, Hill uh, riders. You had people that were actually out there peacefully assembling yeah, and doing too. their thing, and it's like, yo, they stupid. I don't know why they're going up in the Capitol building. And but here's, you, here's but, a difference. Here's a difference. In this summer, during these protests, over fourteen thousand people were arrested. No, we I got that. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I think we got and that. That is the difference. That yeah, I mean to, we. Know, that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is this, the reason why people were protesting and, you know, some 
took it to the extreme is because nobody is listening. And this has been going on for years. Now, what happened in the Capitol with those idiots that stormed, you know, and broke in and whatever they were going to do, that was over a freaking lie. And yeah. And some made up conspiracy. Was it, was it a lie? Ah. A lie. Oh, God. Propaganda is, is one of the most, you know, I mean, powerful tools that you can have in this country. Hearts and minds, man. No, no matter. Yeah, exactly. No matter what political party you, you're, you're, you're part of, propaganda is, is really the, the strongest tool you can have when it comes to politics. Money is it? Yes. But propaganda, because you can if you if people just are watching one news program and they're getting fed this, then they have, you know, literally their thinking has been has been changed and been warped mm. no matter what side you're on, whether it's mm. left or right. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't really matter. So let me ask you all this. Let me ask y'all this question. Do y'all think this film right here will change a lot of people's no. viewpoints? No. Why not? I, I, I'm going to tell you why I don't think. Let me Before I let you all answer, my bad. But I'm going to tell you why I don't think. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen because you have people out there who are crit- critics or whatever, yeah. who are critiquing this film and saying it's, it's not good. It doesn't tell the truth of America. It's a bu- bunch of malarkey. I'll use that word. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. They don't. It's a bunch of a bunch of malarkey because people don't want to actually understand the truth, and that's what's problem. That's what the problem is. But that's been with the problem. us, to, huh? That's been the problem from day one. Yeah, they, they don't want to understand the truth. They didn't it's want either, to understand either, it when Colin Kaepernick uh, got on his knee and protested. It's they either it's either it it's either get over it. It happened a long time ago. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Just shut up and listen. That's a, I'm looking at the camera because I want some of y'all, and I'm not, I don't I don't ever categorize a group of people into a a small population because not everybody, but some of y'all need to shut up and actually listen, listen to what people are saying because you're going to continue having these situations where people go up and they and they stand up and they say you know what enough is enough, and until y'all still shut up and listen, we're going to be like this. It's 2021. Everybody keeps saying, oh, racism doesn't exist. Why does racism exist in 2021? Why are we doing this? Why, why is this happening? Well, it's because y'all don't shut up and listen. I want to curse real bad, but I'm not going to do it. My mama watching. Love you, mom. <laughs> you didn't play the disclaimer before the show. I forget. That's I forget. why I tried to Well, you. Well, yeah, but none of us have, uh, have a reason to uh, scream and cuss and shout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might be less of that on the show today. <laughs> All right, man, check out American Skin on Amazon Prime. If you haven't watched it, and some of y'all bootleggers out there, you probably can get it any other way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, we got to go to the Wild of the Week. It's the Wild of the Week with Rob. Well, we know it's not with Rob because he's not here. With Doc. Hey, no, no, no. Rob, what's the wild of the week? <laughs> Robert. 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 Oh, Robert. Robert S. Waples? <laughs> Robert, are you here? Look, you man. Waples? All right, so look. The wild, the wild of the week is a little crazy, man. Look, man. Uh, I'm just going to go jump right into the video, man. Let y'all check it up. We have to put him in the ground, and we're digging him up for the very first time. The very first time, the real cat, the kick, kick, cat, kick, cat, 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 c
bring the bitch to doom, doom, doom. Boom. Boom. The cat is in the bag. What's her name? Azalea? I don't know. What? What's her name, Trent? Azalea Banks? That's her? Yeah, this is Azalea Banks. Yeah, so Azalea Banks. I don't know. There's been speculation over the years, a rapper, hip-hop star, or whatever. Azalea Banks has practiced witchcraft in the year over the years. There's been speculation. And this video does not help her out in any way. What is so what, what happened is Azalea Banks decided that she 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 buried a cat a few weeks ago and that a couple years ago, right? Right? I don't know, whatever. She buried a cat that, that she had and it was dead and she buried it or whatever and decided to unearth this cat, <laughs> the bones. And put it into some kind of concoction that she had on the stove and and all and had the skull and everything like that. Now she come out in the video and said some things and you know Lord help me. I you know, hey, I believe what that people practice voodoo. Uh, you know, voodoo? witchcraft. Witchcraft is a different thing, you know. I you know, some people don't believe in it. I won't get into that. But to me, this is why I don't eat people's shit. Not not literally shit, but I don't eat people's food. <laughs> this is why I don't eat people's food. I, you don't know, bro. You, you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't. If we be having potlucks at work, man, I'm like, yeah, who made that? Oh, okay, I've been keeping an eye on you for the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, you, you a little off. <laughs> you came out the bathroom and ain't wash your hands. I ain't eating your food, right? Mm. But she crazy anyway. Like, ain't she the one that always is going in on somebody about something? Mm. Yeah, she. Yeah, she. Yes, one hundred percent. She is just. So I don't know if she's practicing witchcraft or something's wrong. Something's off with her, maybe. Mm. She's always, like, going in on somebody, I think, to make herself get attention. Mm. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, I don't know what she on. Well, she sounded like she was on something. uh, Oh, yeah. Digging that cat up. Look, I'm not going to even say what she was saying because it might be some... Some ritual shit. I don't know. Some curse. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate. I hate that. I, I'm glad that it's cut off, so y'all don't have to deal with that. But I don't yeah. put nothing past nobody. Anyway, mm. that was uh that the other route. Wow, the week is Rob ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not here? <laughs> just just play nah, that for the rest of the show. <laughs> now, nah, real talk, man. I hope you're all right. I hope you're good. You know. We yeah, just, it'd be we messed just, up if something bad happens. Yeah, just we, we have just, to check on them after this. Yeah, yeah we we'll just check on them after this. Yeah, we just haven't heard from you know. So, on that note, let's get into a little heavy, heavy topic. It's confession time with Trent B. Boy, look at that picture, boy. All right, confession letter to this week, everybody. Um, so here we go. So it says, what's up, gentlemen and lady? I've been struggling with drug addiction for 15 <laughs> years of my life. Let me go ahead and start that over. <laughs> what are you laughing here. about? I don't know. It's the way he read it. What's up, gentlemen and lady? Somebody over here cackling, man. Um, all right. So get, let get, me start get. this over. Okay. It's over. What's up, gentlemen and lady? I've been struggling with drug addiction for 15 years of my life since I was about 14 years old. Over the past three years, I've become sober and changed my life completely around. 
the dilemma I am in is I am very into this woman who I've been dating for about a year now, but she has been dealing with drug addiction. It's troubling me because I've tried to support her, uh, support her from time to time. However, she keeps going backwards, and I fear fear that my will will not be enough, and I too may fall trap and relapse. Mm. At this time, I need some advice on what to do in this situation. Mm. That's a tough one, man. This is this is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if if it comes to choosing yourself over somebody else, you definitely got to choose yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. that to me, that's always the answer. If if somebody else is making you, you know, have bad habits or relapse into something that you don't want to go back to, then it's time to cut ties if that's not where you see yourself. All I'm going to say is this. You had somebody help you. Somebody stuck by you to get you the help that you needed. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. So I, I understand. But if you've been sober for three years, four years, however many you said, and you continue, you know, you're continuing to be sober, you know, uh, obviously your will is a lot stronger than hers. Now, I understand he's going to break it down. It's going to test you. But, you know, the one thing, you know, that we all talk about, and if you're religious, good. If not, just hear me out. God won't ever put you through anything that you can't survive. That's that's the saying, right? Am I right, y'all? Can I get yeah. an amen? Yeah. Amen. Thank amen. you. Amen. I'm preaching. <laughs> but no, real talk. So maybe this is a test for you, but also you were put into that person's life to help them out. So yeah. look, just you know, stick with it. That's all. That's my that's my advice. Yeah, I mean, I could see that too, but you also got to understand. A person that's um, addicted to something, you can't help nobody that ain't going to help themselves. So if they're not willing to get the help. Yeah, but she's struggling. It, it, it don't happen overnight. No, it doesn't happen overnight. But the person has to want to get help. I mean, I know people who are addicts and um, you can't help them until they decide that that's, they don't want that life anymore. But I mean, here's a, here, but here's 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 the thing that I'm um, kind of caught up on, right? Is move, move to your left. There you go. Thank you. Oh, let me move to my left. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Pause. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> y'all silly. Hey, but no. Here's my thing, right? It's. He's uh, uh, this yeah this particular individual right says they've been sober for uh, three years, and he's afraid that he is going to relapse. Um, and and look, I don't I've never dealt with addiction, so I'm not this person. I you know want to it'd be great if we have somebody on that knows this issue. Somebody you know a, a medical a license person, somebody deals with this right. But I would not want to put my myself in this situation where someone in my life is, is going to make me relapse back to a, to a, a, a place that, you know, I literally made it out of. And, you know, she might just need, or this, you know, might need someone else um, to help her through that might not have done, have dealt with addiction. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know how, how the process works, but there needs to be a professional 
in this case because if he relapses, now you've got two people. Yeah, true. That are now you know back to you know dealing out. Now they got to figure things out. But he's got to so be able to show her what being strong is. You know, I I I just you know I understand what y'all are saying, but I I, I honestly think that you know he's got to he's got to it, it's a long process. But right? that person cannot the a person cannot choose to be sober um because another person they have to choose it for themselves no no not that's not necessarily always true that's not necessarily always true that's why they say oh, you got to oh, be you got to all you got to you got to have a good leader or a mentor to, to enable I mean, you to do stuff so maybe but they also they have to make that choice for themselves i mean they have to make that choice right now she's choosing you know whatever she's addicted to over herself and anything else so until well, she's yeah she's in the, she's in the struggle of her life yeah. right now you know until um, she decides that herself is the the most important thing in getting getting healthy or getting off of you know that is essentially so let me get this right he y'all rather the person leave i don't know if it's a male or female but y'all rather the person leave and let that I'm not saying leave. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, y'all, y'all don't want them to help them out. If if they feel no, like they're feeling no, like they're going to relapse, just like hey, just throw them to the wolves. Like, hey, no, oh well, you on your own. That I'm not, not saying, saying that, that but what I'm I like, I thought we was about helping people, brother. What I said was that this person needs, you know, a, a dip, you know, one needs a, a, a you know professional, per, you know, someone that that knows, you know, how to deal with this situation, whatever. Now, this person could still be in their life. Right. And they can help them out as much as possible. But if if but if this is weighing on this person's uh, sobriety, that's that's that can be a, that can be a thing. So he can help her out. He can get her the, the you know, the the help that she needs. He can be there and be supportive, but he can't let her or, who, you know, this person keep them that, you know, keep them from from relapsing as well. You don't you can't help someone else if you if you're still trying to, you know, deal with your own, you know, problems as well and your own, and not, not problems, but, you know, issues, whatever. You can't help anybody else if you're still trying to, you know, make sure that you're on the right track. You can't help, you know, somebody that's not, you know, just trying to get there, can't help somebody. You have to have somebody else there that knows how to deal with this particular um, predicament, or this particular issue. I don't know what the word is. I don't want to mess it up or anything like that. That's, that's just, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't have to be out yeah. of her life. Yeah. I'm just mm. saying he there there there's aspects that he you know mm. for him you know he's got to because he's very he's a very vulnerable person as well yeah. yeah he's only three years out you know what I'm saying and mm. and addiction is very powerful yeah it's very strong I and that, I mean one, all it takes is one relapse mm. you know what I'm saying and you don't want that so you and so now if he relapses now he really can't help her mm. you yeah. see what I'm saying well. That's my thing. Like, I'm not saying he should drop her, but if it's detrimental to him being okay and not relapsing, then y'all just cold hearted, man. Y'all I'm just, not cold hearted. Y'all cold hearted. Y'all cold hearted. Y'all cold hearted. The person that is writing the, the letter, the the letter the street, is just throwing them out the street like that. Y'all, y'all just. <laughs> I know. I know a lot of. You just gonna throw them out there on the street, Chris? No, I know. I know a lot of people who are dealing with addiction, and I'm gonna tell you the most. Most of the people I know are not addicted by themselves. They are in a relationship with another addictive person. Addictive, or they were in a relationship with another addict. Okay, my bad. <laughs> or someone addictive personality or whatever. Yeah, they are in a relationship and with that person and it's it's even more 
of a struggle for them because they can't shake their own addiction because they're in love with somebody who's also an addict. You know what I'm saying? And I don't see these people getting help until they break ties with that other person. Mm-hmm. Because well, it's like a constant cycle. It's like you want to, you may want to get help, but you're in love yeah. with a person that doesn't want to get help. Mm. And then, so they fall back into that cycle. Mm. Well, hey, you know, you got it from the experts here. Anyway, we're not experts. We are not experts. But you should, you should, we should have this conversation and we should, should find somebody we can bring on to, to talk more about this that actually are the experts, in my personal opinion. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's addiction, uh, there's addiction, uh, Counsel- counselors. <laughs> you say, get it out. <laughs> yeah. And you tell me, get it out. Get it out, man. Oh, man. So, Brandon Crump, a.k.a. Rob Waples, uh, has got a lot to say. Um, <laughs> Who you call Brandon Rob? Yeah. Don't, that's my friend. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> He is. He hates Trump. <laughs> he hates Trump. So he that is, don't mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, man. We got to close this thing out, man. Make sure y'all tune in for uh, the overtime segment, man. Crystal, uh, you know what? How can they reach you? Um, they can reach me at Miss Chris seven five seven. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They they've been hitting you up. Uh, I've had some people hit me up, but <laughs> up no, no creeps lately. <laughs> Trip me, man. I... <laughs> y- yes. Oh, we can reach you now, huh? <laughs> yes. Okay. Where? <laughs> How can they reach you? Um, you can reach me at the Trent B Five okay. on Instagram, All right, well, yeah. and that's the. Uh, you can also reach me on Clubhouse. Uh, no, nah, I'm just playing. I ain't no Clubhouse. Just at Trent B Frank five. Trent B F five? Yeah, that's what it is. Rob, how can they reach you? <laughs> <laughs> I got I got him. Donkey faces with a Z. Horse faces with a Z. You can reach him on his show on Facebook, Conservative Minded. Uh good. Hey, luck. Yeah, good. Uh Conspirative minded, is conservative, that conservative minded. Make, matter of fact, y'all make sure y'all y'all check out conservative minded podcast. It happens every Monday at seven thirty. Rob Waples is the host, man. It's a pretty good show, man. If you can uh, can get past a lot of this stuff, man, and actually have some unbiased views, he says a lot of good stuff, man. So just make sure you check him out. Hey, check out Up and Smoke, man. My my new show, uh, Hooker Reviews and everything like that, started launching that last week. So make sure y'all check it out, man. Uh, you can reach me. On Instagram at docrj.5. You can catch me on Twitter at rjspeaks100. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at comfortable2uncomfortable.talk. And you can check us out on Instagram at comfortable2uncomfortable.talk. Make sure you hit up the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that little subscribe button. Ding, and make sure you hit the notification button. And check out Comfortable Being Uncomfortable, the podcast, one word. Make sure you hit up our website, www.cbupodcast.com. Uh, look, man, we uh we're coming right back to you. Uh, so you know, don't run away, don't leave. We're gonna get to y'all's comments today. We we got time because we don't have anybody interrupting us. Um, <laughs> so make sure y'all stay tuned, tune in. We're coming right back in about thirty seconds. Peace, love, and happiness. <laughs> <laughs>